This is the Father Matters Show with your host, Vance Sims. Father Matters is committed to building stronger, healthier communities by supporting, encouraging, and enlightening today's fathers and families. And now, your host, Vance Sims. Welcome to the Father Matters Show. I'm your host, Vance Sims. Thank you for joining us on Faith Talk 1360, KPXQ. I want to wish you all a happy, happy new year, a happy 2016. I hope you had a great day bringing in the new year. If you are not, uh, if you are not yet a partner with Father Matters, would you please consider becoming a Father Matters partner? The Father Matters show is listener supported and all Father Matters programs and services are free to the community because of your generous donations. For more information about donating to Father Matters, log on to fathermatters.org and click on the donate to Father Matters icon. A few weeks ago, I was having a meeting with Michael Grimm from the organization Man in the Mirror. And the conversation got deep. I said, Mike, I got to have you on the show for everyone to be in on this conversation. So our very first show for 2016, I want to welcome Michael Grimm from Man in the Mirror. Michael, thank you for being a part of the Father Matters Show. Well, thank you for having me here. And also on the phone in Orlando, Florida, we have David Delk. David, thank you for being on the Father Matters Show. Hey, thanks so much, Vance. It's great to be with you. Yes. Happy New Year to you and Happy New Year to you, Michael. Happy New Year. Hey, David, since you're on the phone, I'm going to start with you. What is Man in the Mirror, my friend? Man in the Mirror helps church leaders disciple men. We believe that every man needs to be discipled by another man, and that a lot of what we see going on in our culture today, a lot of the issues that are in the newspapers and on the websites and all those things, uh, a lot of those issues could be dealt with if men were being discipled by a man who really cared about them and helped them know more about Jesus Christ. Absolutely. How, let me ask you, Michael, how are men doing in America today? Well, I think we can look at the news uh, on TV. Um, just everywhere you can see problems with men. Um, uh, men are in crisis. Uh, uh, fatherlessness is rampant in, in America. I was looking at statistics recently that of just how many dads, how many kids, I should say, are growing up uh, without a father. And, mm-hmm. and, you know, it's even in my own family mm-hmm. for a period of time, uh, my sons grew up in a home where only one parent was there, and that was me. Uh, rare instance, but uh, it, it affects everybody. So, Absolutely. And, and, and I like what you said because I realize that men today – and, and David, jump in on this too. Men are doing life alone. You know, mm-hmm. I, I shared in the I share in the workshops that the average man has less than three friends in a lifetime. Yeah. And guys say, "No, man, I got eight, nine friends." And I tell them, "I'm not talking about your beer buddy friends. I'm not talking mm-hmm. about guys who want to just hang out. I'm talking about real men who will do life with you." Touch on that a little bit, David. Yeah, you know, today it's it's fascinating to me. We. We have built this culture that requires more energy than men have to give. Uh, you know, you think about the work stress, and, and men we know did a lot worse in the latest downturn. Uh, men, men's wages uh, have grown a lot more slowly than women's wages have. Um, and so men feel a lot of pressure at work. And then we have all of these distractions today. Mm-hmm. My goodness, the things we can do from video games to hobbies and leisures and college sports and 
uh, vacations and internet and on and on and on. And so what ends up happening is men tend to fill their lives with all of these distractions that in many cases just kind of medicate the really the deep needs and the deep issues. And, and if a year may go by, two years may go by, five years may go by, and a guy wonders, hey, why am I losing touch with my wife? Why am I losing touch mm-hmm. with my kids? It's because we've been so distracted by all these things around us. Absolutely. And, Mike, why do you think it's so hard for men to reach out to other men? Well, I think our culture teaches men to, to go it alone. You know, you're seen as weak if you uh, show a need for other men. Uh, uh, for a relationship. And, uh, you know, when I went through my divorce, um, that was what exactly what I needed. But unfortunately, um, I got separated from my church home. Um, basically I had to go it alone. And, uh, I was the first in my family to, to, to do that. And it was, uh, probably the most difficult thing I went through. And, and to realize that we are men, we as men are going through things. We're, yeah. we're not willing to unzip our heart with each other. And, and and David, like most men will, will say, Hey, you know, you're at work. Let's go out to the parking lot at lunchtime and I'll show you my new car that I got. But what they won't tell you is that they've been sleeping on the couch for two weeks. Cause when they went and financed that car, they didn't talk to their wife about that car, but they want to, they're more concerned about impressing people that they don't know or like. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And you know, the, the, the struggle for so many men is that they, make these decisions or they get headed down this direction, this pathway, and, and it seems like it takes a two-by-four upside the head for us to realize that, hey, this is not going to end well. Mm. And uh, I was with a guy in, sitting in his home, and he was sharing about uh, decisions he had made in his marriage and, uh, and just the, the poor choices that he made. And, and at one point, you know, he was trying to sort of justify, you know, what he had done. And finally he realized how stupid he sounded even to himself. He just looked up. He said, I'm an idiot, aren't I? Right. And there was not much I could say to, to disagree with him at that point. He was so deep into it. So, you know, if we have some men in our lives that can speak truth to us, it can make all the difference in the world. And 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 you were saying earlier, David, about the distractions, the video games, the television, the hobbies. We're also seeing that men are like dropping out of the churches. You know, men are not active in the church. Is, is that true? Are we just sitting back now or it's not even showing up? Well, it's a huge issue. And uh, of course, that's one of the things that Man in the Mirror works so hard to, to address because across the board in general, many men have uh, taken a, a second place in church if they're there at all. But the exciting things is there are a lot of churches that have recognized this problem and are doing something about it, and it's incredible to see uh, the ministries and the energy and, and the life change that's going on in, in men all across America because pastors and leaders have, have taken discipleship seriously and have given men some a big challenge to, to rise against. And, 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 Michael, how does Man in the Mirror help men in churches? Well, really, we help uh, church leaders, uh, men's discipleship leaders and pastors. We come alongside them and, and help them think through uh, their discipleship process. What are they doing? And, uh, help them to be more intentional. Um, but really, uh, you know, so often we think that, oh, well, we have a men's breakfast. We've got a men's Bible study. Check it off. we got men's ministry. And there's just so much more that we can do. Um, really, we, we help them to realize that uh, an all-inclusive strategy to to, to reach and disciple every man in the church, every connection that that church has with the man, maybe indirectly, but there's an opportunity there to disciple them. 
can you unpack uh you, you david jump in too together michael because I, I i know i got men right now in in, in pastors so i have a lot of pastors around the country who listen to this show and they tell me they say vance i i'll have a church i'll have 400 women uh 200 kids and 30 men um what, what what's the first steps i'm pastor i'm calling you and i'm saying i heard you guys on this show how can you help my, you know, are, are you helping men, the, the attendance in the church, or what are you doing? What are the steps? Well, you know, we really help them address all of those things. Mm-hmm. And uh, so let me, let me kind of work backwards. One of, the, one of the ways, if you do have some men at your church already, one of the key ideas, I'll tell you a quick story, one of the key ideas is to think about, quit thinking about men's ministry. Instead, connect with men wherever they are. So we have uh, guys like Michael around the country. They come alongside pastors and lay leaders. One guy up in Maryland started working with the church, and they they got this idea. They latched onto it. They said, "Okay, that makes sense. We should go. We should go to where the men are instead of asking the men to come to us." And they realized that they had these men dropping their kids off on Wednesday nights for the kids program, uh, and then the men would just go hang out. It was a suburban church. They weren't going to go home. They'd hang out at Panera or somewhere for an hour and come back and get the kids. Mm. So they said, "Well." Why don't we let them hang out here? We got Wi-Fi, we got coffee, you know. So a couple of the guys started meeting them, inviting them to hang out, and so they ended up with about 17 guys hanging out on Wednesday nights. And they found out nine of these guys don't go to church anywhere. Okay, right. so that's number one. They all of a sudden connected with men that otherwise they would never connect with. Uh, and then the second thing that happened is they started kind of having some discussion. And the leader one night said to the men, "I want you to do this for me. I want you to pray with your wife tonight before you go to bed." And there was just dead silence in the room. Right. And, uh, and and so he said, here, I'm going to give you a prayer. And he handed out a little prayer to him. I said, if, if it's all you can do, just close your eyes, uh, bow your head, read this with your wife. Y'all pray this tonight. The next day, four of the guys emailed him and said, that's the first time I have ever prayed with my wife. And it was unbelievable. Thank you so much. And a wife got somehow got on the email chain. And said to him, my husband's never done anything like that before. I don't know what you're doing on Wednesday nights, but keep doing it, you know. So just connecting with men where they are instead of begging them to come to some other event or activity that, you know, they probably aren't going to add to their schedule anyway. Yeah, and, and so often um, it's, it's really, we, we, we coin the phrase, a ministry of hanging out. It's, it's just taking guys uh, their, where their interests are. And um, our, our national field director, uh, Coach, Coach K, we refer to him as Jeff Kasaya, um, he often says uh, men, men really need the, living, uh, the written word, but before they need the written word, they need the living word. They need to be around other godly men. And so men have to take an interest in other men. And uh, that's tough, but um, we just we just help them show them simple ways that they can do that, like David said. And do you guys do this all over the country? I mean, what? Yeah, we have we have field field staff all over the country now, and and we're actively searching for more, looking for more uh, guys that are interested in helping churches do that. So, uh, both area directors and field uh, field reps, guys that do a part time uh, volunteer basis, or uh, like me in a full time full time mm-hmm. role. Because there's a lot of great men. I come across a lot of great men, and a lot of great men listen to the show. They would be very interested in doing something like this. So what? What's the daily operations of a field director? Yes, so basically, uh, depending on the level of the role, because we do have volunteer, part-time, or even full-time, but the idea is to come alongside pastors and leaders. So if it's a a volunteer role and you got a full-time job, it may just be one or two churches at a time. 
and we would help you work with those pastors and lay leaders to help them with whatever their sticking points are. Maybe they need more men in their church. Maybe they, maybe they need to develop more leaders for their church. Uh, we don't come in with an agenda. We tell the pastors or leaders, your agenda is our agenda. Uh, we don't come in saying you need to buy something from us or give us money or anything like that. Uh, we let, you know, whatever curriculum you want to use, whatever books or videos, whatever events you want to do, it, whatever you choose to do, we want to help you do that more effectively, and we want to help you cast a vision for your men for this incredible adventure that we can be on of following Christ and see him transform people's lives. Yeah, he, he David said it well. I mean, it is it is really just coming alongside them and and helping them in every step of the way. There's a, a churches here in the valley that I'm working with that are just so encouraged just to have somebody to work with them. Well, that's awesome. Well, I want to ask some questions right at the top of the show, but right now you're listening to the Father Matters Show with Vance Sims, and today's guest is Michael Grimm and David Delk from the organization Man in the Mirror. We'll be back after this message. Hi, this is Vance Sims, host of the Father Matters Show. Would you consider partnering with us? Father Matters is a nonprofit ministry that's listener-supported and relies on donations and grants. All funds raised go directly to Father Matters mentoring programs for families, which means that your donation will help important projects that service children and families. For more information about partnering with us, log on to fathermatters.org and click the Donate to Father Matters icon. Together, let's build stronger, healthier communities by supporting, encouraging, and enlightening today's fathers and families. Welcome back to the Father Matters Show. Mark your calendar for March 17th for our fifth annual Court and Custody Conference. For more information, log on to fathermatters.org. If you're just tuning in, you can catch the top of the show at fathermatters.org. Also catch the Father Matters show nationally every Tuesday at 10 a.m. Mountain Standard Time by logging on to blogtalkradio.com or catch our archive shows anytime worldwide at soundcloud.com. David and, 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 and Michael, either one of you can answer this. When someone wants to be a part of the man in the mirror, be a field director or field rep, um, do you help them find the churches to work with? Or do they got to even go out and find their own churches? How, how, how is the training? Well, we do extensive training uh, with them on how to do this, first of all. The, the lessons we've learned from 30 years and working with thousands and thousands of churches, these are all things that that we've learned from churches. They weren't kind of made up in a laboratory or something like that. Mm -hmm. So we do a lot of training on that, and then we actually connect with the churches we've worked with in the past and uh, other churches in the community and kind of do launches for the guys to get them started in connection. And then after that, it's a little bit of word of mouth. It's uh, And Mike probably can share some from his experience where, you know, a guy hears about, hey, you know, somebody says to their brother-in-law, this guy came and helped our church. You ought to call him. And you know, now he's got another phone call from another church that needs help or meet somebody in a Bible study or something like that. So there's a lot of almost like a snowball picking up uh, steam that, that, that takes place uh, with it as well. What about churches that may say, no, we're, we're, we're OK. We, we have our men's pastor. We have our programs. Do sometimes they feel like you're trying to come in and take over or you guys are basically waiting until you are invited? 
Well, yeah, I mean, there are churches that are very self-sufficient, and that's great, you know. One of the things that, that we can help with is when we tell them, look, we don't have an agenda. There's not a, we're not trying to sell you a curriculum. We're not right. trying to, you know, sell you books or anything like that. And, and at first they don't believe you because, you know, there's a, there's some of that that happens. But, uh, but once they do, we often can get in the door. And usually we find at least one or two ways that we can help almost any church, um, even those that are, that are pretty successful. Mike, can you share a concept from, from the model? Well, the, the, when I started looking at this, um, you know, uh, David mentioned the training, and, and uh, really that's what so impressed me about the, the man in the mirror and, and uh, David and the rest of the team is how much they think through these things. Um, there's, there's two parts to it, the, the create, capture, sustain, the wheel that drives really uh, your discipleship process, um, that one, and then this all-inclusive strategy um, that, that we— we, you know, you can label men in a lot of different ways, but they're really we, we look at it as five types of guys: guys that need Christ or the natural man, uh, cultural Christians, and predominantly a lot of a lot of guys are cultural Christians, biblical Christians, uh, servant leaders, and then hurting men. A lot of guys that you work with are yeah. hurting men, um, and re- we really help churches to um, to really look at w- evaluate where what the ministry, what ministry activities they already have going on. Rather than launching a bunch of stuff, maybe leveraging some of those to be a little bit more effective in reaching men. Can you share a little bit about the Man in the Mirror's new initiative? The the air the area director initiative. Uh huh. Yeah. So so that's really that that's where we're at. We're in we're in that process of going through and and working with churches. No one's no one's done this before. Um, mm. In my experience, no one's. Been out there. I think uh, there's been a few ministries that have that have tried this, but on the level of the, that Man in the Mirror is attempting this, it's really groundbreaking. Going out and saying, "Yeah, we want you know use curriculum that you want to use," and that's what I loved about it. I didn't have to go out and 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 be the salesman for for a certain curriculum. We just want to help churches disciple men. We we have a proven strategy, uh, and uh, but but it's really up to the the pastor and the lay leaders to use their curriculum, or you know we have some. We have some pretty good stuff, too. So Absolutely. And then, David, I know that there's a, a deeper history to Man in the Mirror. Uh, can you touch on that? Mr. Pat Morley wrote the he started the book Man in the Mirror. He wrote that with late 80s, early 90s. Absolutely. Yes. Pat Morley started a Friday Bible study in 1986 yeah. here in Orlando, Florida. Still goes on every Friday. If you find yourself here, maybe with uh, some family going to a certain uh, uh, theme park destination or something. Uh, you know, we'd love to have you join us uh, here. It also is on the Internet. Over 600 videos are posted on the, our website free of charge from that Bible study. So uh, out of that Bible study uh, came the book, The Man in the Mirror, and, um, and then the ministry. And, and for those of you who, who are aware of that book, the 25th anniversary revised edition just came out last year. So, uh, you know, the, we, we hear from guys all the time that this book had a formative uh, 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 impact in their lives early on, and they, and they think, well, what do I do now? Because the book, the original book, there was no internet, there were no cell phones. Yeah. You know, Bill Gates was rich because he had four billion dollars. You know, that kind of thing. Um, and now the book's been totally redone, so that all the illustrations, all the examples, everything would make sense to a twenty-five-year-old that's ready for a new generation uh, of men. I'm, I'm I'm looking at the equipping the man in the mirror. No, no young man left behind. Can you touch on that a little bit? Yes, we have a devotional magazine that we do once a quarter. You can get a free uh, subscription to that, or you can read it online as well. 
and uh, a free trial subscription. And uh, we do an article in there, and one of the passions of our ministry is, is connecting with young men. Uh, Brett Klimmer and I work with some young business leaders here in Orlando, and we do a lot with churches that are interested in, in trying to reach young men. And so the lead article uh, in the current edition is uh, really addressing that topic of how do we connect with this, uh, this younger generation of men. And, and I'm loving this because we, we, we get a lot of guys that are email and call us pastors and men's ministry directors. And these are the type of questions they want to know. They want to reach out and they don't know how because they say basically, um, uh, David and Michael, the issues that men are having today, it's, it's deeper than just inviting them to a church barbecue. That's why I love the concept that you use. And basically, you're just loving them where they're at, you know. If, if a church leader wanted to connect with you, how would they do that? Well, they can uh, reach me uh, through the website, uh, any of our field staff through the website, manandthemirror.org, okay. and, and go to uh, field staff. Uh-huh. Uh, there's a link there. And uh, go to that. Reach out to us through email. Uh, and, I, and, I, and, Michael, you're here in, in Arizona for the men who wants to reach reach out to you right now. Is it an email that, you, that yeah. they can reach yeah, to you and name, a phone number? Yeah, my email is uh, uh, my name, Michael Grimm. Uh, at maninthemirror.org, and then my phone number is 480-710-5242. And, David, how about you back there in, in uh, Orlando, Florida? How can the people get in touch with you? Yeah, the, the best way is to go to our website at themaninthemirror.org, mm-hmm. and there's a lot of uh, information, free articles and, and training and all kinds of things, webinars, leadership things. Uh, if you want to give us a call, they can do that at 407 472 Zero, zero. And they need to know the website is man in I N the T H E mirror M I R R O R man in the mirror dot org. Correct. Yes, you got a is you have a Facebook page? We do. We have man in the mirror as a Facebook page as well. We'd love to have you follow us there. So it's January, we're kicking off the new year. Any new events coming up this year for twenty sixteen? Well, we do training events all across the country, so check those out on the website. There's also churches that host men's events uh, as well, and uh, we would love to see you at any of those things, get some leaders together and, and, uh, and, and make a run here at discipling some new men for 2016. Michael, talk to the heart of a man right now that's listening to the Father Matter Show. Well, uh, don't go it alone. No man is an island. No man goes alone. And, uh, you know, find other guys. Uh, uh, you know, someone someone uh, took time to, to speak into my life, uh, to mentor me, to, to share uh, Christ's love with me, how much God loves me. Mm-hmm. And it transformed my life. It's transforming not only my life, my family's life, my son's lives. It's, uh, it's working in my parents and my brother. Um, the gospel changes everything. Absolutely. David, talk to the man out there that's that's not looking in the mirror right now. Well, you know, the, the, the best lesson somebody told me is if, if the next uh, six months or six years was like the last two or three weeks, where would your life be? And uh, I just uh, ask you to take a, take a moment, take a pause. You know, Jesus loves you. God loves you. Uh, he wants something great for your life. Don't settle for this dumbed-down, uh, uh, fake kind of masculinity that we see in our culture. You were made for something great. God wants you to be a great man by trusting him, relying on him walking with him by faith, and he wants you as a great man to have a great impact on your wife and your kids and your workplace and your neighborhood for his glory. Absolutely. And what I want to do 
if I want to have you guys back next week because what I really want to do now, we know what we do as man in the mirror, what we're able to do. I really want to get into the hearts of men because we've got men that are really, really struggling. I mean, it's the new year. They, they're getting along by going along. Will, will you, Michael, will you be back next week? Can you come back next Absolutely week? Absolutely. Love to. David, can we reach out to you to come back next week to really take this conversation deeper? Absolutely. That'd be fantastic. Okay, that's what I want to do because now, again, go to, what's the website one more time? Maninthemirror.org. Okay. Thank you, Michael. Thank you, David. I'm going to call you next week to get back on this show. And, and, thank, and thank you for tuning in to the Father Matters Show. Send us your questions or comments to info at fathermatters.org. Thank you to my engineer, Jeremy Siegel. Wednesday, January 13th, Father Matters is hosting a mother-to-mother workshop. Log on to fathermatters.org for more information. Happy New Year. See you next week at the same time, same place. Have a safe week. Thank you, and God bless.